See this? This is my boomstick. Damn, Jim, what the hell's the matter with you? Well, baby, he's so horny. He's so horny. It's funny how I'm funny like I'm a clown. I amuse you. Don't, don't, don't. I make you laugh. I'm here to fucking amuse you. What do you oh, mean, no, funny? No, 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 yes. Let's just pray I yes. have the energy to get myself this another beer. This town needs an enema. My mom always said life was like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. You have failed me for the last time. Wrong, sir. Wrong. I was saying balloons. I got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. Oh, my gosh. And, and we're, we're back. back. Oh, wait. Here. I mean, we're still, still here. here. That's right. <laughs> That's right. This is a doubleheader tonight. I thought we were going to create the illusion of being next week, but what's oh, the point? Oh, it's next well, week. yeah. <laughs> but not really. We just okay. never left. Yeah, exactly. So, when we last left on Mal, we have... Pro me. And we have... Man with no name. And we're Doug... Uh, we're a bunch of dorks.com. We have a MySpace page at somewhere. MySpace.com. Thanks to all our listeners. forward slash bunch of dorks thing. We can be found on iTunes by doing a search on the iTunes store for a bunch of dorks. Hey, you know what? If you Google search us now, we're in like the top. We If you put a bunch of dorks, we come up first, yeah. Isn't that cool? Because yeah, we are the top dorks. <laughs> yes, we are. And this is show 102, and now that we've gotten all that crap out of the way, when we last left, the Bromie yeah. story. When we last left off, Bromie was trapped in the rainstorm in Vegas. Vegas and yes. skulls. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Meanwhile, back in Vegas. <laughs> the Super Friends. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the one I always remember was there was an episode of Batman where something was happening up in Wayne Manor and something was happening down in the Batcave. And he meanwhile, keeps going, meanwhile, back in ba- back in stately Wayne Manor. Meanwhile, back in the Batcave. Meanwhile, meanwhile, back in stately Wayne Manor. And it just kept going on and on. Go ahead. <laughs> All right, so it's pouring rain. And actually, it's kind of calmed down a little. It's still raining a little bit. The thing is, is I still have my... Uh, for, for those of you from last week, I had my trip to Vegas. I went to the timeshare hell. Fun, though. Um, got some free stuff, but I, well, the one thing I had not used up to this point, this is my last day, was my, my buffet meal voucher. And there was no way I was going to let my $25 buffet meal voucher go to stick waste. It to so, a, stick it to the man. Stick it to the man. Exactly. Unfortunately, though, it was halfway down the strip, and it was still spitting rain. So I thought, well, I'd originally wanted to take pictures this today, and it was not really possible because of this, but it's not raining that hard now. And pictures of rain in Vegas might be kind of interesting. Might be worth money. Well, <laughs> it's a little hard to capture. It, it's a little hard to capture giant buildings and puddles in the same shot, but I, I, I kind of managed. And then I was like, I'll take pictures of people with umbrellas in Vegas. But, but yeah, by the time I got out there, people were just holding things over their heads. Anyway, apparently there aren't a lot of places that sell not a lot of umbrella in shops in Vegas. <laughs> yeah, good thing. The gift not shops like Florida. Not like Florida. The gift shops don't really carry those out there. <laughs> Disney, so, uh, the Disney execs' eyes light up when it rains because they're getting seven ninety five for those exactly. twelve cent ponchos. Yep. Okay, sorry. <laughs> so uh, the thing being though is, is that again, um, Planet Hollywood is halfway down the strip from where I am, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking if I have to pay to take a cab or something, then that's really going to cut into my whole I'm sticking to the man thing. <laughs> if I have to put money towards this meal, ain't worth it. Exactly. Yeah. So I get out and I start walking. But, you know, here's the funny thing, is, is it gets to be, like, mid-90s here, and, and it's, it's hell, you know? Yes, it the humidity. is. And the thing is, is that in Vegas, it gets, like, 104, 105, 106, uh-huh. but it, because there's no humidity... It doesn't feel it. It's, yeah, it's not so bad. I mean, you feel your skin baking. You, you, you feel skin cancer coming on, but but you're, you don't break a sweat. Right. And if you walk into the shade, it's not as bad. Yeah. Well... In Vegas, on one of the three to four days out of the year when it decides to rain, <laughs> the humidity at 104 with 100 percent humidity. You've got Florida, my friend. <laughs> You've got Florida, only worse. Wow, hmm. that's hard to imagine. So yeah, I know it isn't it, isn't it? Not and not at all what I was expecting yeah. during my stay out there. And right now are like the dog days of when like Florida really is kind of tough. Yeah. It's yeah. too hot, too long, and right now it just, it's like... It's enough already. You can just feel your lungs soaking in the fluid as you're walking. Yep. You're like, I don't want to be out here. <laughs> okay, sorry. And go. <laughs> so, uh, I, I keep diverting. I'm like... 
I have a silk shirt on, and I'm walking, and the oh. shirt's all pasty on me. And Paper mache silk? shirt. <laughs> yeah. It's a thick silk shirt, though. Oh. But, yeah, it's sticking to me, though, and I'm, I'm walking, and I'm getting pictures here, and then I, I get down there, and I get into the casino. Well, it was miserable. We'll just leave it at that. I get into the casino, and suddenly I smell shit. Like, like somebody shit themselves. <laughs> you look around for a bum, none to be found. Well, no, I looked around, and there was this group of old people next to me, and I'm like, oh, well, that oh, explains great. it. It's one of them. Oh. And, uh... <laughs> well, come on. You know, well, I would I'm be thinking it, too. So, uh, <laughs> I go down, I get my voucher, um redeemed or whatever and I go down to eat and I'm sitting down there in the buffet and the buffet is like underground it, they do that a lot with these restaurants because you get served on like all four sides so they do it in like the basement where you know don't sacrifice the view and uh, I'm sitting there eating and I that smell comes back and I'm looking around and there's nobody around me and I'm like oh my god it's me and here's the thing is okay I kind of have a tendency to binge drink and by and the term sounds oh, really no. bad, but what it means is that you know you don't you go for long periods of time without drinking, and then you pro- then you drink a lot more than your body can handle. Yeah. And for anybody that because you're not used to drinking, and for anybody that's ever done that at any time, you know that it kind of does things with your digestive system when you go from <laughs> no. no alcohol to an unusually large amount, and you know things change a little in the inside of your stomach for a day or two. <laughs> oh. And th- this was no exception. I had been uh, more of a, I had been a, a frequent visitor to, to restrooms and the casinos and hotels that day. So now I'm beginning to think, yeah, maybe I didn't, maybe I didn't do such a good job at some point there. <laughs> oh and all my my clothes are, all, I don't have a room to go back to to change. All my clothes are and are are our being checked. held by the are checked back at the Excalibur on the other end of the strip. So. I go into the bathroom and I go into a stall and I kind of I'm trying to like lean over and sniff to see if it's <laughs> my God, <laughs> this is embarrassing. This is worse. This is worse than the, uh, Well, let me, anyway, moving on. So, and I'm like, I don't think it's my boxer shorts, but then I'm thinking, you know, the shorts I have uh, on that answered that that question that everyone was wondering: boxers or briefs. So then the shorts I have on outside, when I moved between the Luxor and the Excalibur, kind of got packed close to dirty clothes. And I was thinking, well, maybe something happened with those. And I'm trying to, and I can't really tell, so I, I take them off in the stall. So I'm, I'm sniffing my pants, and I'm thinking, <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I definitely smell something. <laughs> oh, my God. And I'm thinking, oh. Aren't you glad you came back, <laughs> listeners? <laughs> we said it was going to be worse. We meant it. Listen to our words. You should have stopped at part one. Uh, so, go ahead. Uh, anyway, yeah. so I'm at Planet Hollywood, halfway down the strip. My luggage is with, with a clean pair of clothes. Clean set of clothing is on the opposite. It was on the far end, and I've got like six hours before my flight. So you can um, find a new pair of clothing in six hours, you know. Well, the original goal was that I was going to have all day to take pictures. Um, Were you, you done with your food before you did all this? Yes. Okay. I, oh, well, but, I, but I didn't eat that much because I once I got the smell, it kind of yeah. killed the appetite. Oh a yeah, that's nasty. Uh, so my original plan was is it wasn't going to be humid. It wasn't going to be raining. I was going to take wonderful <laughs> pictures. I was going to be comfortable. Like shit, and you were going to eat yes. it as free food. <laughs> I wasn't going to be. Awesome. I, I, I wasn't going to be dropping dead from the humidity. <laughs> and um, you know, and I was going to go an hour before it was time to catch my flight and, and leave. Man, done. Well, so now uh, it's six hours before my flight, and I'm on my way back to the Excalibur to get my clothes. So I get my clothes and I, I get my luggage out of that. I go in the, try to go into one of the bathrooms there, but the bat, but for some reason they have a real problem with sm- with air handling in that casino. So everything smells like smoke, and there's guys smoking in the bathroom. And then it stalls over, and I'm like, this isn't going to be any better. See, now what I'm thinking about is I'm getting ready to get on this plane, and I'm going to be sitting oh next my, to people, yeah. and I'm going to be smelling oh. like ass, literally. Yeah, yeah like, and uh, <laughs> you know, so I. Uh, <laughs> So I, I go out to the front of Excalibur, and I uh, decide that I'm just going to go to the airport. I'll just settle the. I'll deal with this at the airport. I'll go into the airport bathroom, do it, and then check my luggage. They're usually bigger and you know, better. Well, you know. So, uh, so I have a, a suitcase, a carry-on suitcase. I have my check suitcase. I have a bag, a satchel, and then I have this little plastic bag that I got uh, Sally the, the beer winch's um, 
nudie pin. <laughs> and I had my and I had been carrying around my DS all day in my pocket, but I put it in that little plastic bags just to free up some space in the pockets, so right. I'm a little more comfortable. So I put all so the bags. DS wouldn't smell like shit. That too, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I put out. So I get the cab and put everything in the back and take the little plastic bag up front with me. We get to the airport, you know, get give the guys money, tip them, whatever, get out, and go in the doors and start immediately looking for the bathroom. And of course, I'm I'm flying Delta. And the closest bathroom is, like, southwest, so it's way down the, the thing. So I get all the way down there with all this luggage. And, I mean, when I went, one suitcase came empty because room for other things. And I actually was about I was, I was about to work out, so I was going to have, like, four carry-ons. Ooh. Well, the thing is, is, like, one would fit inside another one, and then... But I, I, it was going to be one of those real challenges, like, I need to get on the plane with it, and then I'll sort things out once I get on my seat. For comfort, and I had intentionally booked so that I had window seats so I could kind of cram stuff up to the side, because the, the because it, it, yeah, I I planned for this though. Wow, and this is important because this comes into play a little later on in the story. Here's the reason, like when I'm like like one of the last people on a plane. Hey, no shit, I can't. I ain't putting well, no, over no, there's no. I only had one thing going in the overhead. I'd, I'd, I, it was going to be incredibly uncomfortable for me in the seat. Okay. Because, of, but it was. I wasn't going to interfere with anyone. I don't think they ever let that happen. Well, I think all that was like legal. They do. They they don't watch it as closely as they should. Ah. Okay. And like one of the things was a poster type of deal. So uh, okay. I mean, it was. I got you. Yeah. So it was. Uh, yeah. So um, I had one that was going in the overhead, a satchel, a the camera bag, and then the the poster, a long tube type thing. So uh, I get all the way down there, and I get in the bathroom, and I start to undress, and then I realize I don't have the little bag that has the, that has Sally the Beer Winch's bikini nudie, you know, like a turn-upside-down pin, and my DS. Oh. I'm like, holy shit, I left it in the cab. So I get all my clothes back on, and I go hauling oh butt out to the, out to the because I'm thinking, maybe he's still out there to get another person, you know, pick another person up from the airport since he's here. Not thinking that where he let me off, is where departing flights are and where he would be driving around to would be arrivals, which is, like, on the other side of the airport. So I get up there, and the sky cap's there, and I'm like, by any chance did, you know, because I was thinking maybe he might have seen it and handed it to them, like, he'll, you know, thinking I'll be coming back for it. I paid in cash, and he's like, no, he goes, well, did you know which cab it was? And I look around, and there's, like, 15 different companies. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, like he goes, well, you might try taking down some of the numbers and calling. If they if they turn it in, uh, you might. And of course, this is hours before my. I'm like, I just lost my damn DS. So now I'm I, I smell like shit and I'm pissed. <laughs> yeah, so pissed. And I've got all this heavy crap I'm lugging around and wheeling around. So I go back in. I go back to the other end to where the bathrooms are, and I get in there, and I I start to undress again, and I open the satchel, and there's the bag. When I got out of the cab. I'd stuck it in one of the other bags, but I didn't realize it. So this whole big uh, run around. But th- in the process, though, I had to go back outside, and I'm running down the strip in the humidity. So now I'm pouring in sweat in these clothes, and I'm, like, trying to pat myself down with paper towels before I put the uh, clean clothes on. And uh, I go to take my shorts off, and I lift my foot, and I see it. Oh, God. It says, what a shit, right on the bottom of my shoe. Um, all that. Now, okay, uh, here's the thing. The reason my shorts smelled was because when I chucked them off to check them the first time, I had my shoes on. So they scraped the shoe. Oh, so you were putting dog shit on yourself. And here's the really concerning part is I'm not real sure it was dog shit because (laughs) the area where I was walking, there were a lot of those, uh, I'm not going to call them illegals, but there were a lot of people that seemed desperate for jobs that maybe didn't require a social security card passing out hooker business cards along the strip there. And I know that from reading articles that there's some pretty strong conditions that they work under is, and you know, like you must be here from this time to this time. And, and the reason I'm suspicious about it being dog shit is because this had a smell and that shoe Still has the smell, even though there's no signs of it. I mean, I throw them away. I'm, I think I'm gonna have to, but or I'd wash them like three times in a row just by themselves. Pour bleach on it. So, uh, I'm like, wow, okay. So I change, and I'm all hot and sweaty, (laughs) and then I go out. I leave the stall, and I go up to the sink, and I'm trying to wash this stuff off. But it's, but because it's it was raining today. It's nice and wet, and it's really compacted into the tread, and oh god, it smells horrible. 
And so I'm up there at the sink, and I'm trying to. I have a pin from one of the hotels that I've taken apart, up. and I'm scraping, scraping, yeah. scraping, oh. trying to get this stuff out. And and under I keep, hot water, right? You yeah. keep running water on it. And, and soap, and I keep. And I'm, I'm sitting here scraping my shoe and sniffing. Oh, God. Oh my and people God. are coming in, and I'm explaining what's going on, which is making me look just insane. I'm standing there on one foot. Like scrubbing a shoe, going. There's dog shit on it. There's no. No, everyone knows. Like everyone not, knows. Like it. I'm not insane. I swear. Which yeah. just is like saying I'm I, I'm completely out of my mind. Why didn't you go in like the handicap stall? Well, you know what? You didn't think of that. That's where I changed. Yeah, it did oh. not occur to me. I have, used yeah. That sink. Okay. Oh. Sorry. So uh, you'll know for next time. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't done that in a while. Stepping dog shipping either. Which that's good. And I, I didn't expect it to happen on Las no, Vegas Boulevard. Yeah, no, no, there's not too many dogs on Las Vegas. No, there aren't. Which is the other reason I'm a little concerned that it maybe wasn't dogs. So uh, I get it all scraped off, and I, the smell is still there, though. I'm sc- and and finally, it's getting to the point where I'm like, I have to be imagining this because this shoe is like practically sanitized. Yeah. So uh, I put it on, and I go back out, and I check my luggage. Everything comes in underweight, so I'm good there. I head up, and uh, I get to the security check-in part. You have to take your shoes off (laughs) and put it in the bucket. Yeah, post-9-11, you got to take your shoes off. So I take my shoes off, and I put them up, and I get a whiff of it again, and I'm like, oh, shit, it's still there. So uh, fortunately, it goes straight through the machine without an issue. Uh, So nobody else's nose gets too close to it. But I get them off, and I put the shoes back on, and I'm like, I got to go. I, I, there has to be something I can do for this. You know, I, I can't I can't go on the plane There's like this. There's a shoe this. buffer guy out there. Just have Not at this time of night. Oh, that's right. It's a, a red eye. <laughs> and it's Sunday. <laughs> so uh, I go in. I try to be slick. There's a perfume shop <laughs> terminal. And uh, I, I, there, so I go into the bathroom and I, so I go into the bathroom again and I scrub it down real good, make sure there's no signs of anything on there, still smell it. I walk over to the perfume shop and try to act interested, but because my clean clothing was kind of limited, I'm now wearing a Vegas tourist T-shirt because that's the only t- shirt I had clean. I, I usually overpack, and this time I'm like, no, I only need like 1.5 shirts per day, and because I went out almost every night. I yeah. Gone. So I'm wearing yeah. so I'm wearing this really obvious like you know it'd be like somebody wearing a Florida T-shirt. <laughs> yeah. And I, I like that kind of tackiness though. I, I, like, <laughs> I, like like a pink flamingo Florida shirt. I think that's like funny. Like, I, yeah, I, but I, going I, I, go but but going home on the plane not wearing it, you know. Uh, yeah, I guess I don't know. So it came from Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or more like I'm they, leaving they, Vegas. They took my money. <laughs> So I go to the perfume shop, and I try, like, casually acting like I'm interested in stuff, looking around like, oh, huh. I'm waiting for the girl to, like, not be looking. Which never happened. Yeah. Uh, I, I, uh, a couple times did a couple of errant sprays where I was, like, like acting like I was trying to spray in the air. Because she couldn't see my feet behind the counter. So I kind of was standing on one foot trying to do, like, the uh, flamingo, like you said, flamingos, trying yeah. to do, like, the flamingo or the... Uh, Ostrich, or not ostrich, yeah, I guess like ostrich. Yeah, where I kind of have one leg lifted up, and I'm thinking, yeah, I kind of got it there. But it t- turns out all I did was just kind of make things worse, because now I smelled like a cheap Eight whore yeah. and shit. Things. Just rolled in shit. Yeah. So, uh... <laughs> a, a shitty whore. <laughs> cheap shitty whore. <laughs> and uh, so at this point, I'm thinking, how could this possibly get worse? I go sit down uh, to wait for my plane. I still have about an hour and a half because I, I got here way, way early, but all this stuff has taken a lot of time. Yeah. And I made a specific point when I went to dinner to stop drinking caffeine early because my plan was to fly was to, to sleep on the plane. I was coming to work straight from flying back, so I was going to be sleeping overnight. Did you still have the football of rum at this point? No. It would have made a lot, <laughs> the this, rum. this plan would have made a lot more sense if you would have. Yes, I'm just it saying. Uh, go ahead, but go. Uh, sorry. Go ahead. So I get I, so I get to where the terminal is and I sit down and I'm I'm really having trouble staying awake and I'm thinking like I just want to get on that plane and fall asleep. At this point, I don't care if the person next to me thinks I smell like shit or the person in front of me or the person. You know, I'm like now I'm thinking I don't know why I was even worried about this. I'm going to be unconscious. I'm never going to see these people again. God. So. I'm sitting there and sitting there, and then they hear an announcement, and it's muffled. I have headphones on. I don't hear it. Um, but I see everyone else around me get up and walk up and away, and I'm like, ooh, that didn't look good. So I take off the headphones, and I get up, and what it is is they're making, they're making some kind of an announcement about our flight, and the woman comes back on, and she goes, 
Uh, just to give everyone an update, we've uh, received news. We've received word that the we believe that the flight will be here. Will you know that the flight has been uh, delayed and that they should be able to get us off the ground by midnight. I'm thinking, oh, great. Well, that's 40 minutes, which still kind of sucks, but, you know. No, no major flaw yet. No major flaw yet. <laughs> so. Yeah. Okay. We're going into a music break, and we're going to pick up with what happened thought. Yeah. next. Can you, can you make it? I can make okay. it. Okay. You made that flight. You can make this. All right, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> we have our friends. Mika Bomb. Mika. With Osaka. You're still going. Yeah. <laughs> Were you born a bad, slimy scumbag, you piece of shit? Or did you have to work on it? There's no part of that sentence I didn't like. Oh my gosh, and we're back to the riveting plane trip. So uh, at this point, I'm waiting, and they've just announced that there's a 40-minute delay. We're going to be leaving at midnight. Which, to be honest, that's like... A delay on a plane is no big deal. But but the thing is, is that this was all new to me. I've never had... The worst experience I've ever had on a plane up to this point was actually the trip from out to Vegas, where I had a really, really heavy set guy, really obese guy next to me that kind of came over the armrest both over and under and I had like sweat stains on me from where his his parts were touching my clothing oh, God. <laughs> but, but the, but the thing is in the grand scheme of things I figured sooner or later I was going to end up in a seat next to a really fat guy anyway or a woman you know so that that didn't really bother me that much because yeah, you know yeah. I was thinking like if that's as bad as it gets I can handle it well huh. so uh, wish. So I go back and I sit down, and then they come back on and they go, uh, actually, now the update is that we're, we believe the flight's going to be here. We're going to be able to board at around 12.30. And they go on to explain. The problem is is that the, the flight crew for our flight is coming from Atlanta, and bad weather in Atlanta is delaying the flight. So they basically said, so anybody who has a connecting flight that's connecting within an hour, please come up to the desk. We need to talk to you. So I go up to the desk. Because, you know, this is basically, this flight's being pushed back so far now, it's... You're not going to make your connecting. Yeah. 
So I go up and they talk. I talk to them and they look at the other flight and they go, actually, for the terminal that that one's on, it, it is a weather problem in Atlanta that's causing this. They go, more than likely that flight will be delayed as well because it'll be pushed back. So you shouldn't have a. We don't foresee there being a problem. You should be able to catch your mm-hmm. your next flight without issue. Uh, did they start so. drawing a diagram <laughs> when they said that to you? Because oh, they might I, as well have. I would. Th- there would have been blood. <laughs> okay. But uh, but at this point, I'm just miserable, and I'm not really mad at anybody or any particular company at the moment. But now I'm thinking I have to go get something. I have to get coffee or soda, something with caffeine in it, because I'll fall. I'm about to fall asleep at the terminal and miss your flight. And I'll miss the flight because yeah. So I go out. There's a Starbucks over there, and there's a Burger King. So I get a meal and I get a coffee in me, and I get pretty wide awake. And um, the plane comes, and I get on it, and um, there's a bunch of uh, insurance salespeople that are coming back from a convention from Vegas. So I have a insurance salesman next to me, and he's being real friendly and asking, oh, he sees my iPod, and he's like, oh, that is just such a great job. And I can tell this is like I'm about to get pitched. Again. But, yeah. But then he suddenly stops talking to me. I don't know if he smelled my shit or realized <laughs> I was kind of incoherent, but he he kind of leaves me alone. The only problem is, is my original plan was to sleep on the way back, but I've just now loaded up on all this caffeine, and I'm all stressed God. out. So I'm completely wide awake all the way down to Atlanta. Now, my connecting flight was supposed to take off at 8.30 or 7.33 a.m. This flight, we got to the gate to get off at 8, uh, or I'm sorry, 7.34. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So I get off, and I check the terminal, and yes, the other flight has left the the gate, it left on time at 7.33. Now, it seems like I was so close, but really, you know, that's not how it works. You have to be there no. 20 minutes before. Yeah, no, yeah. not it even. Was, yeah, it, it, was not, it was not even close to happening. It would have been really cool if they could have said, hey, we have people from a connecting flight, but yeah, no, bye. That not going to happen. Bye. Uh-huh. <laughs> Wave to those assholes that were supposed to be on the plane, everyone. <laughs> so I go back to, the, I go back to the, my gate, and I say, you know, this happened. What do I do? And the woman's like, well, um, you know, we have a lot of flights going uh, to Tampa today. She goes, you should be able to get on one of them. Let me check. And she looks it up and she goes, yep, mm. not today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually showing that all of our flights out of Tampa uh, today are overbooked. She goes, however, you know, circumstances change, you know, flight situations change, you may be able to get on one of those flights still. She goes, your best bet would be to go down to the terminal and check in there and they'll call your name if the flight's available. So, of course, at the gate. Yeah, at the gate. So apparently, Del- apparently Delta's hub is in Atlanta. I think, like their main main yeah, thing. That's right. So they have. So they they like run four terminals over there. So I'm at the very end of one, and I got to go down and get on a bus or get on a train thing to go to the next terminal. And the, of course, the flight's on the opposite end of that one. So I go down there, and the woman's like, "Yeah, we're overbooked." Um. She goes, now, for $400, we'll offer to, we can offer to bump someone. Apparently, that's how it works. When they come in and they say, you know, we're overbooked, we really need flight, you know, we'll give you a $400 credit. Apparently, that's what that's what the other person who wanted that seat more than really? you paid. Really? They pay? Apparently. I don't know. And damned. I, and, like, I've heard things about them putting you up in rooms or doing this or doing that, but apparently because it was a weather problem and not theirs, their fault, it was kind of like, sorry about your bad luck, uh, not our problem. Wow. But uh, the good news is, though, is that at the last minute, a seat does open up on this flight. And I'm feeling nice. very fortunate. Yeah. Okay. Because it's an eight. this is an 850 flight. So I haven't lost. I, I mean, it's been like an extra hour, but not that bad. Right. And at this point, you were up 24 hours on three hours sleep? Something like, okay. Close to the night before, The night before I went to bed at... Little at like 8:30 a.m. Oh, that's slept from 8:30 from 8:30 a.m. to 12 noon, and then I've been up since hours. Yeah, and I've been up since then. (laughs) And the day before, I had less sleep than that. Uh But that was the last day of the commission. That that was when I was having a good time. (laughs) Football will be everything's good. (laughs) (laughs) Everything's good when you got the football uh, of rum. <laughs> so if only he knew. So you know, I I had all this extra luggage that I had crammed inside itself so I could get it onto the plane and then I was going to disseminate it on my window seat. Problem is is that now that I'm uh, fortunate enough to get a seat, I don't really have a choice on where my seat is, so I'm in a middle seat now. Ugh. So I got too much crap for where I'm going. And uh 
They still let me on the plane, though. Did they do that thing where you give it to them and they put it somewhere else? Nope. No. Oh, wow. And the, the well, here's the thing: is now because the airlines are cutting down on on pe- checking, like in Delta's case, you could check one, but some of them won't let you check any for free now. Right. Oh wow! So everybody is doing carry-on. Those overhead bins are all full. Yeah, I, that's what happened on the, to me. On the way out there, my overhead piece went in the very back of the plane. I had to wait for most of the people to get off just to get back to my luggage, because by the I was in one of the last groups to get on, and yep. it was all that, full that happened all the way to me. down. And I saw it coming back, too, as people were, like, wandering the aisles trying to open up. And they're like, sir, sir, don't open that. Any of the ones that are closed are already full. Uh, So uh, I get seated, and and they start the little video. And, of course, now, I've been on three flights of Delta, so I've seen the same instructional movie. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you got it. This is the fourth time, yeah. So uh, I'm watching it, and they try to be cute. They try to do a couple things that are sort of funny, like a little guy smiles, and you hear the little ding, and you see the little glow bright thing on his teeth, you know, like this. They gave it to somebody like me and said, punch it up. And I was like, hey, I'm going to make this really stupid. And then that was it. And it was funny the first time, but it was getting kind of Fourth time, you're going to whip your dog shit shoe at it. (laughs) 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 What the hell? You're not going to use it anyway, any. Okay. So an 8.50 flight, about an hour and a half flight total, 8.50 a.m., I'm thinking, well, this isn't too bad. You know, I'll be I'll be in and ready to go back to work before 10. Or no, wait a minute. 11. No, before 11, yeah. I'm still going to get to work before noon. No sleep, but I only have half a day, too, so I can go find a room to hide in for four hours. <laughs> uh, or so, I think. Um, so I get on the plane and start going through with everything and... Oh, no, oh, oh, I'm missing one important part. Okay, they're able to get me a seat, and we're waiting to board, and they come on the on the intercom, and they say, it's just going to be a moment. Our maintenance is doing a final check of the plane, but we're waiting for their approval, and then we'll board the plane, which I thought was kind of weird. I've never heard them say anything like that before about maintenance doing checks. But you don't want to rush them. Yeah. Do your job. Yeah, take, exactly. Take your Please. time. Take your time. I'll wait. <laughs> no problem. So then they come back on, and it, they come back on and say that uh, maintenance – Maintenance has determined that we should not use this plane. Uh, and Whoa. oh, thank God <laughs> you took that extra time. Remember, remember what I said about the rain in Vegas being a sign. Well, so maintenance wow. is maintenance is suggest- recommended we not fly this flight. They're going to replace it with another jet. Please stay tuned because the uh, the um, gate may, number may change. Instead of bring instead of taxiing that one out and bringing another one, they may just switch us to another location. So we're waiting, we're waiting, we're waiting, and they come on, yes, the, the gate has changed. The new gate is in another terminal. It's not at the very end of that terminal, but we but everybody waiting for this flight has to get has to ever goes racing down the runway in the you know, the airport runway. No, not the, the runway. Not the runway, the uh, <laughs> the breezeway, whatever you call it, to the little train thing to make it to the next terminal to go get on the next oh flight. Oh my god. So so then I get on the next flight and now this now it's been delayed by forty five minutes because we all had to move. So so now let's see. It's eight. It was eight fifty. Then it was nine forty. Like nine thirty five or something. Yeah. It was when that. Now is when the flights come out. So now I'm thinking. Well, I'll still get there at about noon. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> so um, <clears throat> we get on the plane and I get my people next to me and I'm thinking, boy, I hope this guy in the window seat doesn't have to get up to use the bathroom because I'm, I'm I'm worried. I I actually have the uh, the little blanket they give you sprawled out over me because I'm trying to hide everything that's between my legs down under the seat because it's not fitting underneath the... Because, again, I'd planned to have this all crammed up against the window like I did in my last flight without an issue. And uh, we get everything loaded in there. I'm trying to think what the order was that these events began to unfold. We get on the plane and um, they taxi us out into, into an area on the runway, and we start to sit, and they said that we're just waiting. We are waiting for a place in line because of the delay on our flight. We're no longer in the schedule, so we need to wait for an opening. Um, it's going to be a little while. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, you're just going to sit there, right? So, yeah, yeah, and that's that's what they do, you know. <coughs> so some time goes by. I want to say it was, like, I don't know, um, 14, 15 hours. I really don't know how long it was, but that's <laughs> how it felt. And then they come back on, and this is where things get sketchy. Everything I'm about to say did happen. I'm not real positive in the order that some of it happened, and I know I'm going to forget some stuff. 
but everything you're about to hear did happen in some form or fashion. But <laughs> at this point, I'm relatively delirious, and you guys can back me up that yeah. that I was texting you a lot of crazy shit. Oh yeah. yeah, the words weren't even some words weren't even real. Like no. they weren't really words. I'm like, yeah. I don't even know what that is. That's like lumpy, lurby. I don't so know. So we're sitting out there on the on the runway, and then they we they, the pilot comes on, and he goes, um, "We've uh, we're going to go back to the terminal, or we're going to go back to the gate." Uh, this this plane wasn't scheduled to take to fly again for another couple of hours, and all of the supplies for this flight were already loaded onto the other plane. So we're going to go back to we've made the decision to go back to the gate, and they are going to transfer the supplies. What they mean is the drinks and the food and stuff right. and gas from well <laughs> no no but hold that thought because that comes up again. Hold that thought and what so. We wait while I guess they have a truck that takes everything off the plane at the other terminal, then drives it over to our yeah, side they of the bring airport. Bring it up with that little like bumpy. Apparently, truck. they couldn't just like load us up with stuff and then empty that one out later. We actually had to. I don't know what the deal with that is. Maybe maybe budgets are so low that they only have enough on hand for the flights they have. Anyway, so we have to go back in, and when we get back in, they announce that um, you know as we're going back to the terminal, we apologize, but the air conditioning will go off. We were going to request that everybody please open their vents to full full speed to keep the air circulating in the cabin and, and those on the windows, windows please close your shades yeah. so now it's mid-morning in direct sunlight in the plane and we're, we're sitting at the gate while we wait for a truck to show up with our supplies once they unload the other plane for an hour and a half flight yeah. yeah, I bet you could have done it without the bag of pretzels oh, and I, the yeah, soda definitely. well they don't even give that out anymore I know. well I got peanuts oh I didn't get yeah. nothing <laughs> yeah, nothing. I got peanuts on three out of the four flights. One of them, somebody had a peanut allergy, so we got cookies. But U.S. Air, nothing. Oh, that's, yeah. a, that's one way to get cookies. <laughs> I have a peanut allergy. Yeah. So uh, this happens. Then we go back out, back for our space. We're gonna wait again, you know, for another mm-hmm. opening. So then the pilot comes back on, and this is how I know things are starting to get bad because what'll happen is you hear the intercom kick on, and you got the little screens on the back of the seats, and it comes on and it says. Uh, Intercom. In other words, like it's telling you oh. that there's somebody talking. But you U.S. Air doesn't TVs have now. U.S. Air doesn't have TVs on the seats either. Yeah. But there's a, oh well, Delta's not that great. You have to pay for everything. You have to. There's like a place to swipe. So I card. see this shit, yeah. but I wouldn't be able to use it. Where yeah. the other one does, doesn't even show it to well, me. Well, they have a thing where it'll track. That it's got like a GPS and it'll show where you are in relation to everything. But like for the entertainment, it's all money. Yeah, gotcha. No free in-flight movies or anything. But the thing is, is that at this point, when the pilot comes on. You hear the intercom kind of kick in, and then there's silence. And then it's not like a voice of confidence that comes over. There's like <laughs> a, uh, folks, like every, every, he starts off with a crutch word, like, uh, um, uh, which is like. Desperation. Just, just, just what is it? Because of the whole, we're not going to have air conditioning. Then we gotta, we're going back. We're, he goes, um, folks, we have a medical emergency. We need to go back to the gate. And. The exact words out of my mouth, a little loud, a little too loud, were off. Fuck, and I, you know, and, I, and that, that, in retrospect, it was probably kind of mean because there could have been somebody in the back of the plane dying. <laughs> but would at, you have cared? At this point, no, no. <laughs> Kick them yeah. out. Get your wallet and fill this thing up, and let's get out of here. And they're like, God's please, re- please remain seated. Light them down that slide thing. <laughs> please remain seated. We're going to go back to the gate. We need to. We, the paramedics need to come through. Um, so we go back to the gate. There are no paramedics. It's just one flight attendant helping this guy off. He 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 opens up the compartment himself and gets his luggage out. So I don't know if there was like a misunderstanding. Maybe it wasn't his emergency. Maybe it was like a family member or maybe it was a doctor or something. But they told us paramedics were going to be coming on the plane. But it didn't happen. So this guy gets off. And again, no air conditioning. Now, here's the funny thing is every time they open that door... Federal regulations require them to show us a safety video oh again God. in case somebody else has come on. So this is the 32nd time you've seen this. So when we came back to get the food supplies, we had to watch the safety video again. Now this guy gets off the plane, and we have to watch the safety video again. So you this shouldn't is me. no. So this is the third oh time I've God. watched this damn movie that oh somebody God. like you produced. Uh, yeah, oh my God! I would kick my own ass. <laughs> <laughs> and they come on and they explain before the video starts this time why they're putting us through this yeah. hell in the, in the heat uh, without air conditioning again, because apparently they can only run the air conditioning when they leave the gate. I don't know what the deal with that is, but so uh, then um, we come back. On, they come back on and they're like, "We're just waiting for our, our flight plan and then papers, and then we'll go back out to the runway. And as soon as we have a place, we'll be on our way." So we go back out there, and the guy sitting next to me is going, "You know, I had a, I have a, 
had a meeting at 10 something or whatever. And he's like, I was supposed to be being picked up straight for the airport and taken to the office. And blah, blah. he's like, and it's now after my meeting time. And he's getting real fidgety and like, we're all getting kind of pissed in there. And, uh, we're sitting there and we're sitting there and we're sitting there. And I guess somebody talked to the pilot because they came back on and go, okay, folks, we're, uh, we're going to be going back to the gate because we understand that there's a certain percentage of our customers that no longer have the need to be on this flight. So, uh, for those of you that would like to get off the plane at this time and get a refund for your ticket or a credit towards another flight, we're going to go ahead and make that option available to you. And you're thinking to yourself, oh, crap, that means i got to watch the damn movie again. Yep, 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 yep. That guy gets off the phone at this point. I don't even know what time it is. But he's talking to somebody else, and he's like, unbelievable, unfucking believable I cannot believe this. And he just keeps saying that. He gets off the phone, and he goes, there was a 10 a.m. flight. That it, that already landed in Tampa. In other words, in the time our 8:50 flight has been screwing around, sitting here, a flight that didn't leave till 10 o'clock is already in Tampa, and those people are getting off. And the next flight out has already gotten to the destination, and we're still wow. driving back and forth on the runway. Oh my god! So we get back in, but the good news is, is he gets off. A bunch of other people get off, and then the person next to me moves to another row. I have the entire three seat row oh, to myself. Thank God. So that's that's like the only silver lining in this story at this point is that I have an entire row to myself in my shitty shoe. And you know you're not going to work, so that's a good thing. Well, at this point, I'm not positive. <laughs> I would have been positive. What time is it? Uh, it's like noon. <laughs> I would have positively been like, no. Nate happened. So uh, then they come back on, and they're like, okay, folks, um, you know, I watched the movie again. <laughs> and they come back on, and they're like, okay, we're just waiting for our flight papers, and uh, we'll go back to the runway. Uh, hopefully, we won't have to wait too long for a place in line to take off, and again. we'll be on our way. And again, you know, now the, now he's starting to sound a little confident. You know, he's still like, yeah, but we're, you know we're finally getting at it. Yeah. It's, it's, everything's a lie, this guy. So, he's not even a pilot. He's just like, <laughs> he just stayed at a motel late last night. He doesn't even, he's not even a, okay. He got his honorary wings, you know. <laughs> maintenance guy. So, so we're sitting at the gate, no air conditioning again, and, uh, you know, we're just waiting for the flight papers, waiting for the flight papers, and then he comes back on again and goes, okay, folks, we're just going to need to wait to load a couple thousand pounds of fuel, and I'm thinking at this point, did they forget to put gas in the plane before we left no, the no, first no. time, or does it really use that much going oh, yeah. back and forth on the runway? Do you hear those things power up every time you pull out? Is that what it is? Yeah. Well, Apparently, now that we've gone back and forth, I think, three times? Yeah, four yeah, times. Four times? I've lost count. <laughs> But yeah, that, that would chew up so much fuel. I mean, so, like, uh, <laughs> I noticed that when I was flying. Yeah. Planes are shitty cars. Like, <laughs> like there was one like where the plane had to go like a really far like around the whole thing to get to, and it just drove like shit. I'm like, really? You they're couldn't like, have they're, like they're like birds. Yeah. They're graceful as hell in the air, but those two <laughs> legs don't get them very like, far no on the ground. No wonder they huh? always crash land. These things suck on the road. <laughs> that's what I was thinking, but. I didn't say it because that's probably a federal crime now. Probably. Okay, yeah. go ahead. So, so now, we have, now we have to wait for a fuel vehicle to come load us up and and, we're and, and for to get papers. And and good news is, is the story's almost done. Shit, okay. Well, we're going to go into our, yeah. our music break, and we'll be back for the dramatic conclusion wow. of the bird that wouldn't fly. <laughs> now let's not get nosy, bub.
we are the music makers, and we are the dreamers of dreams. Hooray! I'm useful! Oh my gosh, and we're back. And, okay. I, well, before you go into your thing, I want to say thank you to Petty Buka with one of my favorites by them, and very apropos, perhaps, perhaps, perhaps. <laughs> or not. <laughs> or not. Will he make it back to Tampa or not? So a couple things that he got walked discussed here. off That's the took him so long. He just got here this today. This when he got in. There were some issues with me getting my ticket when transfer. I'm not going to go into the details on it, but for a while, they wouldn't. They wouldn't tell me. They told me I had a seat, but wouldn't give me any information about it. Then they told me what my seat number was, and getting a ticket out of them so I could actually get on the plane turned out to be a big hassle. But at this point, just to give you a frame of reference, I went to bed like around 8:30 the morning before. Uh, I got up at noon, so that's three and, three and a half hours of sleep, and I was planning to have a really, relatively easy laid-back day leading up to the airport. Yeah, sleep. Yeah. yeah Take right. some pictures, get on, sleep. Yeah. Right as rain. For those of you work. that have been here so far, you know that's not how this has worked out, and it's been over 24 hours since and, my three hours. And for those of you just coming sleep. into the story, where the hell have you been? Yeah, we're, right, we're at minute 45, up. so like yeah. I don't even know what you're doing here. So <laughs> go back to the beginning. Okay. So uh, I think I probably had to watch that stupid uh, emergency video, video one more time. <laughs> I can tell you. I remember. All right, your your uh, flotation your seat can be used as a flotation device. That's a free. Your safety ra- your your uh, no your uh, safety um, vest will be located either under the seat, on the side of the seat, or directly above the seat. Yeah. Now the vest you have may have two straps, in which case you'll pull them from the back and connect them in the front. Or if it has one strap, you'll wrap the strap all the way around and connect <laughs> it in the front. In the case of a water landing at night, there is an emergency. Yeah, I don't light think our re- listeners need that 15 minutes. The last the 15 minutes doesn't have to be light on, does it? If your vest does not have a light <laughs> with a strap <laughs> on it, it will automatically <laughs> activate in water. Anyway. So anyway, moving on. So uh, <laughs> That was my line. Anyway, and go. <laughs> so we get our fuel. We get our... Uh, we get our... Um, Flight plan. Your sodas, your cookies, everything's all there. You got your magazine, sky high. We get out there, and, (laughs) you know, the most stressful part of a flight is supposed to be the takeoff and landing. Yeah. Turns out, for me, that was the most calming part. Yeah, at that point, they they couldn't change their mind. You know, once we were barreling down the runway, and there wasn't... Ah, Gotcha! They're now like, you have to fly. And in flight, they have they have what they call a point of no return, uh-huh. which is when there's not enough runway left for a plane to slow down. Yeah. And uh, once we reach that point, I'm pretty sure I was pretty much out like a light. Nice. <laughs> now, during all this time, I was texting these poor guys, uh, <laughs> and I, I was, like, completely delirious. I don't even remember half of what I said, but I remember at one point saying to myself, okay, I need to stop. No, you wrote that. Did I? Yeah, okay. you wrote, I need to stop because yeah. I'm babbling and I can't really explain what's going on. The uh, last. Blambo bing. And I was hoping that Gotti would stop just so I didn't have to answer because every time I did, I thought for sure I was going to get written up for it. The last thing I remember saying, though, is, is that I'm pretty sure I'm going to see oxygen masks before I reach Tampa. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and man with no name said, it's been nice knowing you or something like that. <laughs> that was it the was last great message. knowing you. You've been a great friend. I'll miss you. <laughs> that was the last message I got from him before turning and off the phone. And you're like, eh, screw it. I'm going to sleep. <laughs> and wow. uh, before we left the ground, I was out. And by the time I got back, well, let's just say work was kind of over. Yeah, wow. Is that what time so you got what in? what time did you finally land? Uh, a little before five, I believe. Oh, my God. Oh, that's... So you're... And I was supposed to be back, like, I was supposed to be back. My flight was supposed to land, like, a quarter to 9 a.m. Oh, my God. Wow. That's brutal. That, that That's, like, unbelievably brutal. And... It's like when you chart the events here, okay, Atlanta was the reason because my stewardesses, stewards, whatever you want to call them, were on a plane coming from Atlanta. I get to Atlanta. Okay, so it's Atlanta's fault that my plane from Vegas gets to Atlanta late. The plane that I was supposed to catch left a minute before my plane arrived at the gate. Had I caught that plane, apparently because that plane left on time, it didn't come back and forth 20 million times. Uh, you know, and and ironically, if I was not able to get on this plane, if if they weren't able to fit me on because somebody didn't show up, yeah. I would have gotten a ten. O- I would have gotten the ten a.m. flight and been been home, I'd have been home before noon. Yeah. Wow. You probably were better off though, because you probably went home and just crashed, right? Pretty much. Yeah. See, I did notice because wow. I was I didn't have any shenanigans, but I was on like four flights last weekend, so I did notice how like now everything is just like cheap. Not there's nothing like. 
No, some airlines you have to pay for the blanket and pillow. Yeah, you yeah, keep them, but you have to pay for them. It's great. Like Seven it's really kind of like wow. I don't. I don't know. It's just kind of odd. I didn't really realize the heyday of airplanes were like you know yeah. was like before. Well, you know the, cost, what I mean? like, well the cost of fuel. I know. Well, I, well, yeah, everything yeah. like everything is crunching everything, but it's just wow. You didn't you didn't really realize it. Now you're like flying on some rickety piece of shit, you know. And you know what else occurred to me when I was flying? I don't ever want to be on the first flight or the last flight of a plane. Like you know, like like hey, this is brand new, or hey, we're gonna retire this old girl after this one if wow. we make it. Like, yeah. But the first one, that's where like a rivet might come out and the roof flies off or something like wacky, you know. And then when the one when we landed in when the plane landed in Charlotte, the guy like missed his runway. He like what? he he like I don't know if he knew which gate he was going to or whatever because like. It touched down, and then all of a sudden, it just locks up and, like, slams sideways. Like, he didn't not <laughs> slam sideways, but, like, it obviously... He obviously thought he had a lot more runway than he did. Because <laughs> oh, it, like, it, like, stopped. Yeah, like, everything goes flying from It was like, wow, this sucks. This, this guy's drunk. I think I even said that, and then Pelme just looked at me. I was like, oh, sorry. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, we were on the ground at that point, so who cares? Yeah. But, yeah, like, the guy, I think he thought he had, like, either more space or he was turning, like... Later, like he missed. Oh, his, there's my turn. Yeah, he missed his turn. <laughs> like, yeah, like his wife was his co-pilot and hit his arm. There's your turn. Screw. There, there. E E. Oh no, E. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, planes suck. But you know how they usually, you know, like all the flight crew lines up when you get off the plane. Thank yeah. you for flying. Yeah. <laughs> they hid. No, they lined up to apologize. Sorry. Oh. Yeah, sorry. Thank we're you. Sorry. We're sorry. Thank you. We're sorry. Thank you. We appreciate your patience. We're sorry. Thank you. We're sorry. <laughs> I talked to the lady. I I was in the. And emergency. I was nervous about my luggage. Oh yeah. It was there though. It was I was. There. I'm, I was um, I was in the emergency lane or whatever the hell the seating. Right. Yeah. And uh, I was at the one where like the the the, the hell they called that lady that gives you stuff. The sky Who waitress. Sky waitress. Whatever. Her <laughs> name, whatever. Flight she, attendant. Flight attendant. That's what it is. She was like. She was. You know where they like they had that little like. I thought it was a stretcher to carry someone out on, but it turns into like a little transformer seat that she sits in, oh, like yeah, and, lo- yeah, and looks at you. Seat. So, well, I have a captive audience. Transformer seat. So, like, I mean, she's, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> she's I strapped in there and a captive audience. So I start talking to her. So I was like, you know, I, you know, tell I me now. I was like, do you live? Where do you live? I said, do you live in Tampa? And she's, you know, and she said, yeah, because that's where I, where I was going. And I, then I kept. I, 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 I was like, I was like, so where? I was like, where? Where do you? What's your day like? You know what I mean? And she goes, well, my day started at 6 when I flew to Charlotte. I said, how many flights have you been on? She'd been on she said, I've been on eight flights. And now she was flying home. And I was like, you live in Tampa? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. And she was like, eh. I said, do, I said, do, you, do you like it? Do you hate it? And she was like, I've been Tampa doing it. Tampa or the job? No, uh, the job. Yeah. And, and she said, I've been doing it for 28 years. Wow. So she must I like said, it. how many flights have you been on? I said, you should have kept the diary. And she would have been like, honey, that book would have been full of, it was like this black lady. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's so great. I was like, so now what? You're going to go home and whip ass on your family, right? And she's like, yeah, I got to make sure that, you know, and she starts like talking. It was really fun. It was neat to talk to somebody about it because I always, I always thought that's a cool job. But then I thought, no. No, not at all. It's like, aside, no. like it the, you, you got to deal with anything. Like aside, well, well, no, because you know, occasionally they have lay, the Layouts. overnighters and stuff. And nah, aside from, it, it would still be a kind of a cool job though, flying all the time. You know, I have to say, every time I have a window seat, I spend a lot of my flight just looking out the window. I do it's, too. It's so, that is such a cool experience. And Julian Cost, one of the one of the instructors at Photoshop World, um, she's a senior Adobe um, imaging evangelist. Like basically, it's her job to go around and convince the world you need Photoshop. Like, Who needs to be convinced? Well, I I don't know. That's <laughs> why that's why I think she has a really <laughs> what, what well, else is out there? Like, let's just say she has a really cool job. Hey, remember Corel One? We'll get that, and then you'll realize why you need Photoshop. That's and all she's said. been doing it for like twenty years, but she flies all over the place, all over the world, doing yeah, this. Wow. She actually published a book, a seat with seat with a view, and that's all it is is uh, wow. shots out the sides of a plane at sunsets, sunrises. Some of them have the wing and the engine in it. And Some stuff. of the stuff's just the most really amazing cool. sights you've ever seen. Yeah. Like the clouds, how you, they... You can see the curvature of the Earth from that that amazing. level, and, yeah. I did a... Seeing a sunrise thing, above the clouds. coolest thing I ever saw from a plane was a rainbow on the clouds below, except the rainbow was in a complete circle yeah, with the wow. shadow of the plane in the center of oh, the Oh, that would be cool. Rainbow. That would have been cool if you could have gotten a picture God. of that. I know. 
I didn't have a camera. That's 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 what you see. You probably find it on the internet if you looked. But it's like a rainbow ring, and actually on the out outside of the rainbow is the reverse rainbow. Wow! Like you'll see that in the sky if it's a really strong one. You'll see. I've seen that from a cloud to a cloud, like or or something like that, where it's up. Have you ever seen a, a lightning eye? Well, that's I, so. I saw one. Once. What do you mean a lightning eye? It's when you look up. Did it wink at you? No, no. Like <laughs> lightning goes in a circle from like a circle out, and it looks like a, it looks like the center is a it's a round, perfectly round. So we circle, see it going straight, and it's or kind of going in one direction, but it's actually on, going in two. It's like it's like oh. following the water in a cloud, and it huh. blasts. It's I like saw an, that when like I was an electrical like a kid. net, sort of. Yeah, and it just looks wow. crazy. You, I saw it. And I was like. Wow! Like it was just like one of the coolest things that I ever saw. Cool. But yeah, cool. that, but it sounds just like the same thing. Like where you see it, and you're just like, all you can do is just sit there and just like stare. <laughs> yeah, go home like, and watch the Discovery Channel. Yeah. yeah. Like what crazy. else? Out, what else? What else out there am I missing in this oh, world God. while I'm laying in bed waiting to die no. on a Saturday morning because I don't have to go to work? No shit, dude. Man, there's yeah. so much out there. I did like. Uh, I told you guys about it off air. I was sitting by the window, and a game I always play is. I keep staring at the as it gets bigger and bigger until I see the first human. Like when you're looking down, you see like trees. As you're landing. Yeah, as you're as you're coming in, and and it's so subtle, you don't really realize that. Like, okay, now I can see a car. Like, but right. you don't see it. And then slowly, you say, okay, there's the first car. Okay, there's a garbage can, and then then like ah, ah, finally, then, like you you just keep looking, and you'll finally eventually see a human. You're like, ah, there you are. It's like I'm above you. Oh, it's like yeah, you're, you're talking about how all the trees look perfect and stuff, just like the train sets. Like, yeah, I think every house in the world looks like a nice home from, yeah. from like twenty thousand feet. <laughs> if only houses were as nice as they are at twenty thousand feet, that would be great. Amen. Uh, Mine included. Yeah, well, but yeah. Hey. I, huh? huh? What? No, nothing. Oh. Sorry. You're like, hey. Sorry. So uh, we're gonna finish with something near and dear to all of us. What's that? What's with the coffee? <laughs> like okay, like I, we're at the Widget Factory, you know. For like year after year, it's been the standard tradition of one and a half bags. Turn it on, blam! That's your coffee. Sometimes it's a little weak when somebody hogs it up in the first quarter comes down, and then it's like they stick their mug in there. Yeah, and they, they they take it out, like they tag on it early, and then that means you know because that get makes the strong it, stuff. Yeah, they get the strongest stuff. So whatever, that's rare, a few and far between. All right, give it, let work with me, and uh, <laughs> and I'll, all of a sudden like. Was it this week or late last week? week? It was this week, early this week. I go walking up and it says, oh, regular equals one bag, strong equals two bags. I'm like, well, now they both suck. So now like, <laughs> I'm, sitting, now I'm sitting there with my coffee mug like doing the chemistry thing. Like, I, I'll do a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And, uh, like maybe me when I go to the self-serve fountains, like half Diet Coke, yeah, half, exactly. half Talk Mr. Pibb, like, yeah. one more Diet Coke. Yeah. I'm like, can we just go back to the original system? I like that so much more. But, I mean, maybe people didn't like it. I don't. I don't know. I guess it was well, so used to being it. I'm not know, sure. Being well, perfect, well but. as you know, there's been a change to the coffee <laughs> arrangement due yes. to the fact of due to the fact that people can't keep their own stuff out of a refrigerator and a microwave in another executive, room. Executive, um, executive order. Co- speak. No, executive officers went their own coffee area and yeah. Well, the thing is, the thing grunts. and the thing is, they never had a problem with the coffee. It was just that their stuff was getting crammed and they were running out of space in their refrigerator area. And they do work on the other side of the building. Oh, yeah, no. I, I can understand their beef there. And that they were having to wait for people, for our group of people to use the one microwave they had. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, we, we ruined it I, for ourselves. So, so we I got mean, banned from the room. Personally, and, I just enjoyed the email that came that said, okay, look, I'm taking my foot out of my mouth, and here's what I really meant to say. <laughs> Actually, no, it's, I'm taking my foot out of somebody else's mouth because... Ah, true. It wasn't yeah, that but there's usually that the follow-up email saying, yeah. here's what I really meant. <laughs> But, I, I, but the good news is the net gain, though, is is that you know we had the special creamers in the executive area. Half the group did. Yeah. But now, since we're not allowed to use that area anymore, and people whine because they were losing their special creamers, the entire yeah. department gets special. So now creamers. we get some creamers. Uh, not only do we get special creamers, we but tweet. we get all day coffee because in our department the coffee would cut off at noon. But the yeah. people on that side of the building, the ones who were lucky enough to abuse the privileges yeah. of being able to go in that room, got coffee all day long. Yeah. So see, I was one of I was worried. I mean, I'm like, I, I never, I didn't talk about it on air because I don't want someone to listen and get an idea. We are on but, air, yeah. by the way. No, I know. Just no, 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 no. We're well, so no. And we're back. Yeah. <laughs> no, so I, I was always worried, like, because now, like, budget, 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 budget. I was like, man, we're going to lose this coffee. 
and I need mm. like I used and to. We're ca- getting more. No, I used to carry like a thermos, like every yeah, day. Yeah, I, I, ca- I carried right. a thermos every day with me. And on a motorcycle, that's in my backpack. And when I fall off a motorcycle, that means I break my back. So when I, when they and get burnt, yeah, and get burnt, and I ruin my damn coffee. So it sucked on three <laughs> different levels. So I was like, when they finally got coffee for us, I was like, oh, that's awesome. And then, I, now, but then I'm now I'm like, unfortunately, it doesn't taste very good. I'll live with it. But, but now, yeah. now now I'm now I'm like in constant fear of like they're gonna take it away. Then I'm gonna have to, oh, what am I gonna do? You know. So yeah. I I'll think have what like you a, should do is like say, that guy from Office Space. You know the my stapler. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna have like a lab like espresso uh, machine in the uh, bottom of a, of a of a file cabinet. I'll be like they're going to now. We're just gonna take this coffee machine and move it a little further over here. Yeah. Okay, but if you, you take it, spray okay, but if bugs. you take it away, I'm gonna burn the place down. <laughs> They'd be like. Yeah, <laughs> budgets don't allow for us to offer coffee to you anymore, <laughs> and we're gonna need you to move a few more boxes into your cubicle yeah. now. I know. I was like, oh, but now, I mean, it, it, it whiplashed on me. I'm like, wow, okay, now we're getting more coffee. That's cool, I guess. Kind of strange. Yeah. I'll, I'll deal with the uh, the mad science of mixing. Maybe maybe they crunch, maybe regular. they crunched some numbers or read something in a trade paper that said that caffeinated employees work better. No, maybe they are going to see after three That's months of running race. for 24... No, maybe they're <laughs> going to see after uh, running 24 hours a day for a month with uh, the creamer. They're going to be like, yeah, we're going to do this about one month a year, uh-huh. and all the rest are not going to have coffee. Like, They'll be gone in a day. People store them in their desk, take them home. Well, yeah, yeah. here's the thing is I'm hoping they're smart enough to realize that you know, we're kind of like we're kind of like that squirrel. Well, no, we're kind of like that squirrel in uh, Stone Age or Ice Age. As always, trying to hide the nuts. You know, be, once we realize there'll be coffee creamer tomorrow, we'll slow down. <laughs> we don't have to you take know. them. I yes, hope. in I the begin in the beginning. But I'm, I'm hoping they realize there's going to be a rush on creamer in the beginning because people are yes. going to store them and hoard them. It's true. And then when they realize that they're not going away, oh, wait, this then is it'll just going to rot in my drawer. And yeah. they're always going to be there. So <laughs> I can I can get fresh ones tomorrow. Yeah. Like, and but but that's the problem. Though is our company has a tendency to react in a very knee jerk manner. Like they'll put them out for the first week and be like, that "That's was too many. To, that was supposed to last three months, and it's gone. There's no way we can keep doing this." And all that does is reinforce the negative behavior because then it goes away, and they're like, "It's a good thing I hid those two cases because <laughs> in my trunk in the sun." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I knew this was gonna happen. I mean, because if you think about it, that's what happened with plasticware in the break room. Remember, you used to be able to go up and get whatever you want. I remember there used to be fruit. Yeah, that's yeah. right. There used to be free fruit until in the people day. would take bunches of bananas home oh, or downstairs. Man. Actually, it was I remember ghosts. I remember towards the end they would come around in a cart with the fruit, like it was yeah, like a it was that. like the fruit wagon. What do you want? What do you want? Because yeah. they were trying to ration it at that, that point. Was so good. that was nice. Then those days, you didn't really realize it. No, yeah. yeah. I'd go back on my seat and say, "Wow." Hey, we still get massages. This is as good as it gets. You better get out. Yeah. <laughs> we still get yeah. we still get massages. We do. <laughs> like when you talk about things and you go, "Yeah, I got a massage yesterday." Man, my job sucks. You know, it still sounds. Takes the edge but off. Once, once that one goes away, that's the only real luxury item we have left. I mean, because oh, it it, it, because our, our company oh, yeah. picnic is kind of you know picnic or outing or whatever you want to call it. It's sort of a it's thing of the past. A surprise gift and a social network. That you can access <laughs> online, but if you do, we're going to write you up. Yeah, the gift never lives up to the hype. I bet you know what that gift is, too, don't no, you? No, I don't. They wouldn't trust somebody low-level like me to know any kind of real information. Well, with the, with the tremendous amount of money they're saving on our pizza lunch, it might not be that bad. If it's anything besides, like, a plastic yo-yo and bubbles... I'll be happy. Been there, done that. Yeah, I know. That's what I mean. I'll be happy. Hey, um, oh, my gosh. And so we're leaving. <laughs> so, I'm out. Pro me. Man with no name. Visit us at MySpace. Or here at BunchOfDorks.com. Or iTunes. Or Podcast Pickle. Or Podcast Alley. If you go to any of those last three, feel free to leave positive comments. If you find anything offensive or wrong with our show, please feel come free to come to BunchOfDorks.com and leave those negative comments on our individual shows because we, we like would like to hear from comments you. Yes, positive com- comments when you go to the other places. Negative okay. comments, you can come to and us. And, if you, and feel free to caffeine. You need to and feel now. free to come to my desk and deposit money. Yes. yes. Or-